All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the next installment of The Takeover Show with one of our previous artists who was here right in the very beginning, back two years ago, uh, when he's first putting this whole thing together. I want everybody to welcome my very good friend, Delmark recording artist, Mr. Jose Ramirez. We're home- Jose, welcome to our Takeover Show tonight, baby. Hey, Pat. It's good to see you, man. Thanks for always having me. It's always a good time when we get to chat. That's it's and it's my pleasure, man. Your family, you've been family for for the last few years, and uh, I'm super excited uh, for all our listeners out there. Uh, we are dropping a brand new record. Uh, it just came out last week, last Friday night. We did the takeover show. Um, I mean, the takeover show. Pardon me. Let's edit that out. Uh, we did the uh, album drop down at Buddy Guys Legends last Friday night, and. To, to a, just a killer crowd, man. So uh, let's all talk about the brand new album, Major League Blues. Jose, tell us all about Major League Blues, and we'll get into the tracks in just a second. Well, Pat, you know, it's it's my second album, my second uh, record. Um, it's the, uh, the can, what can you say? It's like the next step from my debut album, naturally, but also musically. Uh, my first album, uh, a couple years ago, Here I Come, was very good to me. It's still very good to us. And uh, it was nominated for a Blues Music Award. So the natural step after that was to release an album with the support of a strong uh, label. And we were able to make that happen. When I was uh, pitching this record to labels, Delmark was the first uh, label that decided to, you know, knock on the door and and say, hey, we like it. We're interested. Let's talk about this. And um, I had half of this, half of the record was already recorded. Okay. The other half, uh, Delmark came up with the idea, why don't you come to Chicago, get in our studio with our session musicians with the Delmark All-Star Band. Nice. That way we're going to have your sound and then your sound paying tribute to the Chicago blues tradition. So we did that um, late last year. We got in the studio i traveled to chicago and we were there for 10 days in the studio nice i came up with four or five songs and just recorded with a magnificent just legendary cast of chicago blues legends you know you know that's a great segue into to uh i what i would say would probably be my first question uh you got to play on the album uh or he got to play on the album with you mr jimmy johnson how was that? Yeah. I mean, uh, Jimmy's such a Chicago icon. He has been forever and a day. I mean, recently we just lost Jimmy. But how was it being in the studio and jamming with him? And, and which tracks in particular did he play on? You know, it was uh, the first impression I had was that I was just surprised and shocked by his strength. Mm-hmm. Because well over 90 years old, he was there. Uh, he had trouble walking from the car to the studio Okay. Uh, when he got in, he actually had to sit down for a while, and he had an oxygen tank with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was already, you know, struggling right. health-wise. But the energy that he displayed when he sat down in the studio chair with his guitar, it was like a 19-year-old kid, you know? Right, so right, right. Really impressive to see that change with the man without his guitar and the man in the studio with his guitar. It was two different people, you know? Man, that's cool as hell, and and it just brought him back. Man, he was he was ready to go, he was ready to go. I think that's incredible. And Jimmy, I I mean, we got to interview Jimmy uh, for a project that a friend of mine is doing called Five Hundred and Ninety Four Miles to Chicago, and he was one of the first people we got to interview, and he was really cool to hear his story. And all these old blues cats, you know, their 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 whole history from way back in the day 
to what's going on in, in the blues scene today. Um, and, and I think it's awesome that he got to play on the album. The first so, track here in, um, in just a minute, and it's the title track to the album. It's called Major League Blues. It's a great song to, to kick off the album. It's it's a rocking number, man. If you guys, if, if you like good guitar-driven blues, you're going to dig this tune. Um, Jose, tell me a little bit about the, the thought plan behind this particular song. Well, this is actually, it's nice that we start with that one because it's the song that Jeannie played on. This okay. The one song he was a part of as a, a special guest. Um, and I don't know if you are aware of it, but I think this is, according to Delmark, this is his last recording before he passed. That's true. I heard that. I did hear that. This is his absolute last recording that he made. Yep. So it's very important. It's a very important song because of that. I think yes. The historical years to come. People will listen to this song and remember that this is the last song he played on. Um, and also it's historic because it kind of remarks um, my, my story, my, my time frame right now in my career. Mm -hmm. uh, a young kid from Costa Rica grew mm -hmm. up in a country where there was no blues at all. And now he is here in the U.S. where the blues was born. Okay. And specifically in the heart of the blues, electric blues, as we know it as Chicago, you know, it's the city of electric blues. So the song tells the story of how that kid grew up to follow his dream. And all of a sudden now, after a lot of hard work, he pops up in the Windy City and he's jamming with some of the best guys around, you know. It's, and making it happen. And for those who can't see my good friend is wearing a muddy waters t-shirt as oh, we yeah. speak so that speaking of chicago blues he's wearing the king of the chicago blues so yeah, very right. very cool very cool right. um so without further ado people hope you guys got yourself something good to drink as you guys on this friday night uh we're going to kick off this this musical set right here uh kick back and i'm going to throw the major league blues at y'all here we go come on jimmy give me some of that chicago blues man Use. I'm so glad to be here. 
that right there was the major league blues the title track track number one off this killer killer blues album on delmark records everybody hope you jammed that i was in here in the studio just jamming away man i was digging that that's a killer killer song so um track number two is a song called i saw it coming tell us a little bit about that well you know pat this song i, I wanted to the whole concept of this album um uh, like I said, Here I Come, my debut album was very good to me. Mm -hmm. I had a magnificent cast of musicians work with me on this album. Mm -hmm. and a great producer like Anson Thunderbird walked behind it. Oh, there you go. Very when cool. You have that kind of an all-star team working on your album, you don't really get to say a lot. I mean, you are able to express your opinions and you, you are able to uh, tell them what you want in your songs. But when you have guys like that, they also take over, and what comes out, it's just a okay. very polished, beautiful blues album. Uh, this second album, this new album on Billmark, I think it's more of me and how I really wanted the songs to come out. You know, it's, it's a more organic album. Okay, so cool. Back to the roots. And I've been doing some interviews in Europe about this album as well, and there's one question that people ask me, it's usually the same one, is what what did you want to do with this project? What was your idea when you started writing these songs? Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? I love my first album, but now I wanted to record an album that sounded like, or that is going to sound like the records I used to listen to when I was a kid. Right, you know, okay, okay. The records that my dad played in the house, the records that he wanted me to listen to, to study. I wanted to cut a record with that sound, with those sounds. And this second song, uh, I saw a comment. I think it's a combination of a lot of years of listening to Ray Charles, uh, listening to blues gospel, and that deep feeling of, you know, church, the church sound, and, and where blues meets with gospel. So this song, I think, talks about that a little bit. Well, that's cool. We'll get into the song in a second, but that is something you hit two two subjects in a row there uh, with the blues and gospel. That's something that is so, so cool and near and dear to Buddy Guy's heart. He loves that. I mean, that's where he came from way back in, in the early days. So the right. fact that you could hit, you know, hit two huge bullet points on the same song, that's that's near and dear to the man's heart. So, all right, everybody, hope you guys are digging it. We're, we are well on our way into this brand new album. We're going to throw at you right now. This is track number two. This is called I Saw It Coming. coming 
It's time to get over you. Many times, and how many lies you told me, baby, just to keep me by your side. Now you're gone. I saw it coming. It's time to get over you I tried so hard to believe in your words To make it right, but you deceived me, walked away, left me behind. Time to heal up all my gashes 
that man we all got we all going to church on that song or what did you hear my brother preaching on that he was doing some preaching of the blues right there <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah now track number three kind of describes you man bad boy yeah so let's talk about that track number three is called bad boy um what went into the thought process on that well, you know, Bad Boy is an old, uh, it's an old song. It's a, it's a blues standard. It's a Chicago blues song. Okay. The album contains eight original songs that I wrote mm -hmm. and two covers. And this is one of the covers. It's okay. Eddie Taylor's song. Eddie uh, Taylor. Yeah, yeah. It's an Eddie Taylor song. Something, uh, you know, it's just a Chicago classic, a Chicago signature blues song. And right on. A lot of people have recorded this song. I've heard versions from the Almond Brothers uh, to Magic Slim. Uh, okay. Eric Clapton. Actually, Eric Clapton recently recorded this song within nice. the last year. Okay. Uh, so it's a song that I've always liked, and uh, I wanted to do a take on this tune. Um, very similar to how we do it live on stage. So I think we were able to capture that live energy into this song. And it pretty much talks about, you know, a young guy who walks into a new city and he doesn't know anybody, okay. but here to make a statement and uh, to have some fun and to play his music, you know? Hey, man, th that sounds like somebody I know. Got his guitar and rolls into town and, and just beats everybody over the head with it and is like lays it right down. So, um, yeah, man, that that is way cool, man. I love it. Let, let's get into it. All right, everybody, here comes track number three coming right at you. This is bad. I'm a bad boy. Long way. 
on that song man that that is that is just badass um and i'm sure i'm sure our good buddy eddie was digging it man he's looking down going i, I like it kid you're doing me proud you're doing me proud um that's awesome now the next track track number four is kind of a slow blues groove um i really like it. it's one of my personal faves on the record myself um track number four is called my love is your love tell us a little bit about one of that tell us about that well, this one is one of those, this is the second cover the album has. Okay. Only two covers, and we really wanted to do this. This, I think, was a, a, um, a team decision that we had between the Delmar people, mm-hmm. and the Delmar people, and me. We wanted to include a song that would represent that Delmar sound, you know? Okay. Because I used to listen to Delmar Records when I was a kid. And now, right, been around forever, one of the oldest labels in the city in the blues. Yeah, 69 years, if I'm not mistaken. Exactly. And uh, now to be a part of that same label, it's really it's really a dream come true. It's an honor to represent the label. And they asked me, like, who's your favorite Delmark artist? And I said, it has to be Magic Sam. Uh, no doubt about it. Cool. Um, and they said, like, why don't you cut a song of Magic Sam on your record and you do it your own way? Like, you pay tribute to him. And- Put your spin on it. Okay. Yeah. So we kind of chose that song. There are, you know, Magic Sam had a very characteristic sound. Okay. Uh, and most of his songs would sound a little similar, especially the blues one, the slow blues ones. Um, but, and there are many famous, famous ones like Easy Baby. Um, you know, there are songs that he wrote and he did that everybody's done forever. Okay. Um, and My Love Is Your Love is one of those songs that sounds similar to Easy Baby and other mm-hmm. tunes. But the way we do it live, the way I do it live, has a different energy to it as well. Okay. So to make sure we would uh, print that energy into the song. So. Nice, nice. Now, before we get into some of the rest of it, um, tell us a little bit about, and we'll get into, um, and we'll actually, we'll cover this when we come back out of it. Um, all right, everybody, want you guys, as you're, you're digging this album, it's, it's going so good. Right now is track number four. This is My Love Is Your Love. Baby, 
up this way Up this way. 
way Oh, love me this way guys like that one that was that's just a really cool song man i really like the and it's cool that you put the two covers back to back um who are some of your influences i was going to ask you that before i put the track on who are some of your earliest influences people who even to still to today that you know you were talking about magic sam and some of the other ones who are some of the people that you're you're still into and that were your either mentors or that you know you just grew up on yeah i you know it's crazy that that question is kind of complicated because they always ask me, like, who's your favorite guitar player? I was like, ah. well, I can't pick one, you know, I can't right. pick one guy. But if I can mention a few, there's definitely, there has to be, uh, and it's kind of cliche, because everybody will say the same thing, it's like B.B. King. Well, I wish I could say something different, but I love B.B. so much. Right. I can't, I can't deny it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so definitely B.B., you know, of course, Buddy Guy, uh, his early years were, to me, magic. You know, right. Everything did back in the '60s was just outstanding. Uh, magic Sam, Hubert Sumlin, Pee Wee Creighton. Uh, man, even even not really guitar players. I used to listen to, and I still listen to a lot of blues piano players. Memphis Slim, Ray Charles, Charles yeah. Brown, uh, Louis Jordan. I mean, there you go. So many guys that I love, and I every day still continue to learn a lot from them. You know pick up a little bit of this a little bit of that and, and this is what made you want to do what you're currently doing yeah nice nice um track number five cool track again i i like the whole album first and foremost i i, I and i liked your last album too man uh i i still listen to it still play it it's still it's still killer killer blues um tell me a little bit about whatever she wants track number five well track number five starts um a different segment or a different phase of the record. Like okay. track number one to track number four, it's a Chicago songs, the, the Delmark songs. Okay. The Delmark recording songs. Uh, now from track five to track 10, okay. these are songs that I recorded with my own band, um, probably early, late 2020, right, right in the middle of COVID. <laughs> okay. We got in the studio, we got in the studio and we cut these six songs. Um, 
whatever she wants is a you know it, it's one of those sultry sexy blues tunes and it just okay. i i thought a lot about uh, um uh bobby rush when i wrote this oh okay i thought about bobby a lot i'm a big fan of bobby i'm a big fan of uh johnny taylor as well and i think that song has that sound and i, I like that that's 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 two killer killer gentlemen right there between bobby and 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 oh, dude I, that's crazy man that's yeah. i love it so that's all johnny nice. too yeah i love it and it talks about basically that kind of relationship that you have with, with a woman and you kind of have to give her everything she wants because at the end of the day you are so in love with this person there's nothing else you can do about it but give her everything she wants whenever she wants that's a song about life jose you better know it i've been married 40 years and it it's all about whatever she wants man you yeah. know that you're gonna meet her tomorrow night hell yeah that's yeah. awesome dude um <laughs> now everybody kick back i hope you guys like this one this is track number five I'm 
are we are halfway right now halfway through the brand new album man hope you guys are digging this and before we get into the rest of the music jose tell everybody where they can find the album man because i know after they get done listening to this they're all going to want to go out and get a copy of this so you know if you weren't at buddy guys last week you could have gotten a copy of it right there he would have autographed it for you but you can go and my good friend jose is going to tell you right now where you can get a copy of all this well, you can start getting the album online now. Um, mm -hmm. You can find it on all you know streaming platforms, uh, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, YouTube Music, um, Deezer. But most importantly, you can get it straight from the artist because that supports the band and what we do even more. That's so, where you need to go, peeps. You need to go there, not Spotify. You need to yeah. go where there, where this man gets not only his credit for it, but he gets paid for it. Exactly. So. And buy the CD, man. You're not going to be disappointed. Buy the CD. Go straight to the website of Jose Ramirez Blues.com. We got a store in there. You can get the new album. You can get the previous album. All kinds of stuff. Buy the merch, man. Buy the vinyl. Buy the shirts. Because uh, he's he's touring here in the area, man. He's probably going to need some bail money or some gas money or some shit. You know. <laughs> All right, man. We are going to get into the second half. Of, of the uh, Major League Blues album right here. This next track, this is cool, man. This is this is a slow song. This is Down Home Delta Blues right here, man. If you dig that music, this is this is the track that's for you. Uh, it's it's titled Here in the Delta. Uh, tell us a little bit about your thought process in this, man, because you're you're paying homage to 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 the early days right here on this song, in my humble opinion. Yeah, uh, you know, I I had the opportunity to to be uh, to visit the Mississippi also in 2020 mm -hmm. uh, and i stayed in indianola mississippi i stayed at this old school sharecropper wood wooden cabin no way yeah like from the late 1800s wow how cool was that very nice very cool experience i wanted to really immerse into the culture the tradition yeah okay to study the area uh you know the sides of the place the weather the humidity uh, just everything about the place. I wanted to just dive in and take yeah, it all. I love it. So I stayed there for 10 days, and this is okay. basically the, the period of time where I wrote this new album Okay. Uh, while I was staying in this cabin. Uh, and here in the Delta tells the story. You know, I, I have to say it's my favorite song on the record. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It's the first time I tell anybody this on our, in our interview. So... Uh, it's my favorite song of the, of the record because it tells a story uh, that even if you've never been to the Mississippi, when you hear the song, you can sense a vibe. You can sense a, you can say a spookiness in the air on this song. And when you are in the Delta, when you are there in Indianola, when you're in Greenville, when you're in Clarksdale, you feel that same spooky vibe in the sure. air. Yeah. Um, so I think the song collected all those feelings and all those sensations that people feel when they're there in the Mississippi. So, you know, yeah. I can only imagine, and, and I know exactly what you mean by that. You know, there was a lot of pain and a lot of suffering, a lot of history and, yeah. and, and it's still there. It's still prevalent. Uh, and, and, you know, great job infusing that into this song because you can feel it. It, it's it's running through it like a river man and again it's one of my personal favorites on it I, I liked it right as soon as i heard the the first few notes of the song i'm like oh yeah here we go here we go so hope you guys are ready man this is a really cool jam uh this is track number six this is called here in the delta enjoy peeps mm -hmm. 
think about that did you like that could you feel that that 
that ghostly vibe in that yeah. song, man, with the all of the the spirits of blues past. Uh, influencing my brother as he was down there in the Delta, you know, getting into the spirit of it, man, um, which put him here into the spirit of the album, man. Uh, now, track number seven is going to take you in a completely different direction, man. This is upbeat. This is up-tempo. It's a song called Forbidden Funk, and it'll get your toes tapping, peeps. So, you know, Jose, tell us what, you were, what, what was going on when you went from here in the Delta to Forbidden Funk. Well, Forbidden Funk is... Every record, again, like the records I used to listen to growing up were like that. There was at least one song that was a, almost like a joke, like a fun song. Mm-hmm. We just got together in the studio and said, let's just have some fun, let's jam. And hopefully somebody's going to come up with a funny lyric as well. <laughs> uh, so I think right on. You know, this song is what, it's, it's what that's all about. It's having fun. If you pay attention to the lyrics... I usually, when we play this song live, I have to play it after the second or third set when it's late at night and people right. are drinking because the lyrics can be a little, you know, X-rated. Uh, That's all right. You're, you're, you're going to be in a club. It's going to be nothing wrong with that. Exactly. So it's one of those songs. Let's just let the people hear it and, and they can come up with their own conclusions because the lyrics are kind of abstract. So people can think one thing and some, someone else can think something different. So it's it's a fun song. It's a it's a song for people that want to dance. All right. And it stays in that sexy blues, Bobby Rush, James Brown kind of blues kind of thing. Uh, it's I a love fun, it. It's a funky groove, man. It's a funky song, dude. James Brown, Bobby Rush, funky groove. We highly encourage dancing. Even while you're listening to the show, peeps, if you're at home, if you're toe tapping in the car, if you're in the club, wherever you're listening to the show tonight, dancing is highly encouraged. Get yourself a nice cold adult beverage and and put your dancing shoes on. Jose will dig it, man. So, all right, everybody, here we go. This is track number seven. It's a badass jam. Get your dancing shoes on. This is Forbidden Funk, y'all. days I've 
over here dancing and jamming out too we're gonna be doing that at the club too man i can't wait i can't wait that's gonna be the after dinner set though we got to get to it later in the evening so but yeah now we're in we're in the home stretch here we still got three more tracks to cover i hope you guys are digging this so far and that's really the cool thing about how we do this um is to give artists an opportunity um to do their album drop shows see they used to do this back in the old days back in my younger days where uh, a band would come out with a new record and they would go on the radio and they would debut the whole record. They would play it from beginning to end. Um, and then you would go to the record store at midnight when it would drop and, and everybody would be in line waiting to get the new record. And, and everybody was home talking about it. It's uh, So I'm trying to bring that vibe back to to the music industry um, to, to let the artists come on and tell the whole story of the album. Nobody's doing that anymore. Buddy Guy wanted to do that with his eighth Grammy album, The Blues is Alive and Well. And, and a station told them no, told them they weren't going to give them the opportunity. The program director said, nope, it's not happening. We're not doing that, which is kind of how Buddy Guy Radio was born. Buddy's like, I'm the MF and program director now, and nobody's going to tell me no. So, you know, it's an honor to have you come in and do this. And, and artists like yourself, Jose, that come in, talk about their new records, give you a platform. And we're going to play the whole album from start to finish up to, you know, top to bottom and let everybody hear the new, the new, uh, the new music. So we are going on to track number eight. It's a track called, are we really different? I don't really think we are. I think we're all pretty much the same different colors. It's all good, but we're all the same. Tell us a little bit about track number eight and are we really different? What went into that? You know, track number eight is also a tribute to, uh, to a person that's very important to me and will always be very important to me, which is my dad. Um, my dad uh, passed away a little over a month ago. Oh, no. I'm sorry to hear that, bro. Yeah, yeah. And uh, thank you. We, we, uh, he struggled with cancer for over, a little over a year, and he was a fighter, man. He, he was not taken down easily, let me tell you. Um, and he always told me, like, well, you know, I know you like blues, and I, I – I was the one who introduced you to it, you know, by playing records for you when you were a kid. Mm -hmm. And you sing in English most of your songs, all of your songs, but I wish that someday you sing some Spanish. Okay. Or a blues song, you know, or do some sort of effusion with it. Um, without making it sound like Santana, because Santana really is not a blues guitar player. Santana is a rock icon, you know? Mm -hmm. 
So when I, when I wrote uh, Are We Really Different, I wanted to, at least in a part of a song, sing a few verses in Spanish, because it's something I've never done before. Okay. I wanted to do that for him. Um, he, he was able to listen to the album before he passed. He was very proud of the album and uh, very proud of me. And um, there is, a, on my liner notes on the record, there is a little dedication that I wrote for him. Nice. But this song is a tribute to him. And at the same time, it's a tribute to humanity. You know, let's be kind to one another. Uh, we just got out of an awful pandemic for over two years. Right. But we're still trying to get out of it. Right. We're still working on that. But we're, we're in the home stretch, I believe. Yeah, I, I think so. And now we have to be worried about nuclear weapons. So it's like, man, it's just we're going backwards. You know, we're going something, something went wrong and we are going backwards. And, and this song... I wanted to write this song because it talks about equality everywhere right. in the world right. and bringing music together with music, you know, bringing people together in music. Amen. Yeah. Amen. All right, everybody. So hopefully if you need to stop and get another drink or something cold, man, do it now. We're going to get into a really cool vibe here. This is a really cool song. Uh, we're going to dedicate this one to Jose's father. Hope you're up there listening. And I know he makes you proud, big daddy from one dad to another. Um, this is this young man is incredible, and uh, and we love you, brother. I know I know Jose misses you. Uh, we're gonna play a really cool song. We're dedicating it to you, Daddy. This one's called "Are We Really Different."
corazón hope you guys all dug that one and 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 with the uh the the little vibe of spanish thrown in there man hope you guys were feeling that man we got two more tracks to go through here um this one sounds like a a a breakup song i don't know if it is track number nine gotta let you go what was the thought process and gotta let you go my brother you know that's i think it's a situation in which we've all been in at some point in our lives um Mm -hmm you are you see yourself in a toxic relationship and uh it's so bad that it's good (laughs) (laughs) it's so bad that it's good um and gotta let you go is a song that that i wrote when i realized i wasn't i wasn't a in a a toxic relationship and it wasn't going anywhere uh it was just getting worse and worse and it was time to let her go. It's like, I understand this is good. It feels good, but right. clearly it's not. We are hurting each other. We got, I got to let you go. This has got to end, even though it's hard. You know? Okay. We've all yeah. been in those kind of situations at one point or another. It's yeah. like, you know, it's like, man, you know, I don't know, but I think I really need to put that down, you know, something along those lines. But <laughs> I get it. So, all right, for everybody out there that's in one of those situations right now, or maybe you just came out of it, or, or you're contemplating it. Um, this one is going out for you. This is for all the lovers, the star-crossed people who are in a situation. This is track number nine. This has got to let you go.
Does he treat you like he should? Do you make sweet love to him just like we We are we are in the literally the final home stretch, man. We are moving on to track number ten. You guys digging this, man? Has anybody gone out and gotten the record yet? Did you go online? Did you do it? You need to do it. Buy the merch, man. Help my friend Jose out, man. Like yeah. I said, um, and we'll talk about his tour in just a minute. We're going to get on to track number ten. Um, this is another really cool song. I really like. It's called "After All This Time." What? Tell us about track number ten that closes out the record. You know, uh, 
After All This Time is a song that I wrote right in the middle of COVID. Um, mm-hmm. Must have been April 2020, April, May 2020. Okay. Uh, the news, I mean, we were shut down. The whole world was shut down. No yeah, flat. Absolutely, that's right. No, we had curfews. Uh, it was awful. I, I, I'm sure everybody remembers. It's very yeah. weak. Uh, and I came up with this song. This is my COVID song. This is the song that I wrote. Okay. COVID for the situation that we all we all had to endure, right? Uh, so you know, it just talks about that about it, it honors the people that didn't make it uh, because of COVID, and it honors the people that made it. All of us who are still here, because um, humanity is resilient, and Amen. We, we will carry on and we will overcome. We've done it before. We're doing it now. It's going to happen at some point again. And we will overcome. Some of us will. And this is a song that honors the people that didn't. So this is a song that talks about the pandemic and, and what what we all as humanity realized the important things were and, and how important little things were that we took for granted before the pandemic. You know, you know before I spin the song, you, that's, you hit the nail so square on the head right there, Jose. I can't tell you how much you did. Um, we didn't realize what we had until we didn't have it anymore and then how badly we really missed it and having everybody you know having to shut down their tours all the musicians had no way of making any money you know except for you know everybody started coming out with their live streams and doing the virtual shows uh, which was way different for everybody than anybody was used to Um, but that was a long two years uh, where everybody and and again we're still dealing with and you mentioned that we lost a lot of people um through no fault of their own, a lot of good people, a lot of blues lovers. And, and yet a lot of us made it through knock on wood. Here we are. We're on, you know, hopefully the other side of this thing. And, you know, it's important that we all take care of each other. You know, like one of the things well, buddy will tell you in, in, in at a concert, is tell somebody you love them man. look at them, whether you know them or not. It's, it's, we all need each other. And, and now I think we, we all need each other. And we realize it even more so that, how susceptible and how vulnerable we all really were. And by the grace of God, here we are. And, you know, for everybody here tonight, listening and tuning in around the world, uh, digging my good friend Jose Ramirez in his new album, God bless y'all, man. And that we're all here still. We're all being able to listen to music again, being able to go out and see live shows. Um, we're there. We've made it. And, 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 and it's so important. Um, go out and, and support live music. Uh, come out and see the artist and and you know a lot of times they'll take time after the show to take a picture um if everything is cool that way um they'll autograph merch and all that kind of good stuff but it's so important to come back and and come back to it don't don't be afraid to come back to live music man um i love it i it, it's it's a blessing to be back and and to see everybody and when i'm out at clubs like we were the other night at your at your album drop party um the cd release party all the smiles on everybody's face there was a lot of joy in the room, a lot of happiness. And you had people from all different walks of life that came to the club that night and, and were digging it. So, uh, and they were there to see you, you know, all about you. And, and Chicago loves you, man. You had, you had a great run in Chicago. Everybody came out to support you, um, as well as, you know, all the other stops along the tour, um, you know, and continued success to your brother. Uh, you're a good guy. You're one of my, your family to me, bro. You always will be. Um, I love to see, you know, the journey that you've been on and where you came from uh, with the first record um, up to this record and all the future records that you're going to be putting out. I like the fact I can look at your tat. You got a picture of Mr. Robert Johnson on your on your 
your right arm. Very cool. Very cool. So we're going to spin um, one more track here for you, and we'll talk a little bit more about some other stuff after we're done. Uh, track number 10 is called After All This Time. Jose, is there anything else you want to tell them about it before we put this thing on the on the radio? Man, it's the closing song. Again, it talks about, you know, what we all went through as humanity, as a human race with COVID. And it's a song about <clears throat> overcome, overcoming resilience. You know, it's it's an overcome song. Nice. Okay, everybody. Hope you guys are, are enjoying the show so far. The This is the last track on the album. Uh, this is called After All This Time. Here we go.
now right there that that's 10 solid tracks man right there that is the Delmark record, great, the, the sophomore release for my good friend Jose here, Major League Blues. What do you all think about it, everybody? Did you like it? I know, well, not you like it. Did you love it? It's a killer blues, man. Um, you know, get, go ahead, reach out through Facebook and whatnot, and let Jose know what you think about it, man. He'll, he'll tell you in a minute how to get all his uh, social information, where to get him on either Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff, and, um, and support him and pick up the record. Um, so let, let's pick up for just a quick second. We talked a little bit. Of, we're not going to deal too much into um, uh, the COVID stuff or the pandemic. Uh, we're on the other side of that now. Tell us a little bit more about what you got as far as your upcoming tour and the rest of the tour here and and going into 22 and, and further on. What, what's going on? And what are your plans, bro? Man, well, we're still in the middle of this tour. Um, mm-hmm. We started this tour about a month ago, and we still have about three more weeks to go. Okay. Uh, we started. It's a 30-date tour uh promoting this new record you know okay. made blues on delmark uh started in florida nice um started in florida we went and played some great shows in the mississippi at the bb king museum in indianola uh we played at the famous ground zero blues club in clarksdale how cool uh, was that man it was it was just it was historic you know i, I think i was i think i was the first ever latino blues man to to play at these two places in one weekend so it was really awesome i was honored i'm still honored for the opportunity um I, same thing with the delmark album i believe i am the first latino blues artist to sign a deal with them so it's a lot of responsibility in my back uh on my back but you know i think we are doing a good job mm-hmm. uh, i couldn't do this without the people that surround me uh meaning the band mm-hmm. um my family, the label, it wouldn't be possible. Uh, I think we have a good product, and, and if we have a good team together, we can accomplish many things. Um, so the tour has been going great. Uh, we played Mississippi, like I said. We played in Nashville. We went up to Nebraska for a couple of shows, fun shows. Nice. Uh, we went to St. Louis. Then we went to, you know, we were in Chicago for a whole year, played right. three shows in Chicago. Nice. Uh, the House of Blues in the Chicago Legends, of course. Yep. Uh, Epiphany Center down right. Chicago as well on Sunday. And Indiana, um, man, we're going up to New York this week. Um, Maine. Nice. Uh, damn, Washington, D.C., Virginia, uh, North Carolina, Georgia, and back to Florida. <laughs> right on, man. I'm I love it. So you're you a busy man in that 30-day span. And you mentioned, so I want to see if I'm correct on this, the, the, the club you played down the Ground Zero, isn't that Morgan Freeman's place? That is uh, Morgan Freeman's own club. Yeah. yeah, his own blues club. Yep. There, now that, see, you know, now mind you, for all those that know, that, that Morgan Freeman is God, right? He, he played God. <laughs> God digs the blues. <laughs> so, no, that's cool, man. Um Tell everybody where to find your 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 social media information and uh, and your other stuff real quick. Yeah, uh, well, easiest way to find me on social media is either Facebook or Instagram. Uh, for Instagram is Jose Ramirez Blues. Uh, for Facebook is Jose Ramirez Music. Uh, and we have all kinds of all kinds of good stuff there. The website, of course, Jose Ramirez Blues dot com. Awesome. Got, you got both CDs now. They are available for sale. Uh, and all kinds of good stuff, news, and you know we have an updated bio, cool photos from the tour. Nice from my recent European tour last year. Um, 
Yeah, man. That's it. That's how was uh before I let everybody go, how was uh the blues received overseas, over in Europe, man? Are they they oh. just as rabid and just as crazy as ever? I can I dare to say that sometimes it's crazier, you know. Sometimes, I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, it's very welcomed, very well welcomed in Europe. Uh the blues and they really they really take good care of me every time I'm there. Great. I I try to go there at least twice a year. Okay. Uh, I just got back from a 27 uh date tour there last mm, October and November. Okay. With, uh, the Netherlands, Belgium, Spain, Switzerland, Germany and Portugal. Nice. I'm missing another country. But That's all right. They love the blues, man. They have big societies. They have big festivals. They have big, big support for the blues. Big blues lovers. It's always nice to go to Europe, man. Nice, man. I got one more question for you before I let you go. Do you have anybody, any other artists you're going to be collaborating with anytime soon, or anybody that you want to that you haven't, uh, you haven't done yet? Anything like that? Anything? Uh, any plans for for later this year or going into 23? Man, I. Uh... I never, you know, I never really get to think about that. Okay. It, it's it's been hard for me to breach the U.S. blues industry because I am not American, I'm not white, and I'm not black. So it's been a little more difficult for me than others. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like what B.B. King used to say, you know, being a blues musician is like being born black twice. Uh, for me, it's, it's a little harder, you know? So... Those opportunities don't present to me very often, you know, to okay. collaborate with artists that I admire. Um, but if I had to pick somebody, um, and I don't know if this is a collaboration we're going to do or not, but my, well, my first album, I was able to collaborate with Anson, my producer. Yeah, Anson's a badass. That was a dream come true. Uh, and looking into the future, this November, I'm going to be playing a festival in Denmark. Nice. Considered Europe, Europe's number one blues festival. It's called Blues in Heaven. Okay. And um, the the headliner for this festival is going to be Sugar Ray Rayford, which nice. is I got to say one of my favorite showman and performers nowadays in the blues industry. So I'm going to be in the same bill with him. I think that's pretty 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 cool collaboration. I must well, say. Sugar Sugar is a badass Texas blues man, and he's he's actually done one of these Friday shows too. Um, oh. Dude, I can't wait to see what that's all about, man. So, ladies and gentlemen, I sure hope you guys enjoyed the album tonight. I sure did. Uh, just just from top to bottom, it's a great album. It it, it sounded wonderful. Um, you know, Jose, I wish you nothing but continued success, brother. Keep keep doing what you're doing, man. Keep being you. And uh, and the rest, I think, will take care of itself, brother. It was an honor to have you on the show tonight. And uh, you're the first two-time Friday night blues artist guest dj that's right so dude you're welcome back here on buddy guy radio anytime you want man your family brother continued success out there on the road keep continuing those sellout shows keep doing your thing and we'll be seeing each other again very very soon